Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet a fabulously successful breast cancer surgeon who's making her mark in the pageant world for a purpose. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, there is an unfair stereotype about uh, pageants. It's, uh, it's largely mocked by social media as a place where you go to talk about world peace and uh, you appear as a beauty pageant con contestant, but nothing could be further from the, tr from the truth when it comes to today's pageants. To talk about that, Dr. Terry Quinn, she is with Breast Cancer Surgeons of Texas, and she is the current Miss Texas Senior America. Senior America. Well, one, I'm having trouble believing that you're a senior because yes. you look so young. But you were telling me before the show you never intended to go into the pageant world. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, my arena is breast surgical oncology, diseases of the breast. However, I met a fabulous former Miss Texas who said, hey, have you considered the Miss Texas pageant? I think you would enjoy it. You can uh, expand your arena expand your platform and get the word out more broadly uh, about what you want women to know about the management of breast cancer. Absolutely, and you have a very powerful story involving your sister. Would you share that with us? Well, while I'm along the journey of taking care of women for these 28 years, uh, about five, six years ago, my own sister was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, she is uh, unfortunately no longer with us and was diagnosed fairly late stage. Um, for some reason or another, other health problems uh, superseded the importance of screening mammogram, and uh, she was diagnosed uh, at a fairly advanced stage. Wow, I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss, and I, I'm, I'm so glad you're, you have the courage to share her story because I think we can save some lives through this broadcast and, and your platform. So um, what is it about getting your mammogram that scares women? Why, why are some women putting it off? Uh, Jeff, I really wish I knew that answer. Uh, some of this confusion about screening comes from the guidelines that seem to change every four or five years. A few years ago, the United States Task Force suggested that women don't screen until they're 50. And uh, that gave women just the pass they needed to stop screening. Uh, the American College of Radiology, however, continued to recommend screening starting at age 40. And because of the conflict there, there may have caused some confusion where women said, I don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. I'm not going to do anything, especially for those who don't really want to screen anyway. The other thing is, is that there is a myth out there that uh, screening mammograms hurt, uh, that they may cause cancer themselves. Um, 
Some women are not insured and the expense keeps them away. But we are finding, Jeff, that even the well-insured patients uh, are not screening the way that they should. And, uh, you know, science has come light years since you got into the business. Now, early detection, it, it's very survivable, isn't it? Absolutely. Patients who are diagnosed with stage one and stage two breast cancer have a 95% survival rate. There's no reason at all to suspect that if you are diagnosed with a breast cancer, that your life is over. Wow. And I should brag about your office. You have these beautiful offices. We've got some video that I, I want to share. Uh, this was shot a couple of years ago, and you you really deliberately make your um, your uh, lobby area so inviting. I mean, it, it, the um, it looks like I, I'm going to a luxury spa. <laughs> and this is all by design, isn't it? This is all by design, uh, Jeff. Nobody wants to come and see a breast surgeon. It's not top of their list of places to go. However, if they do find themselves having to see someone like me, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel warm. Um, I want them to feel like it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, they, that they are special, they're, they're not being, you know, ramrodded through a system uh, and cold, which the medical community can be at times. Um, I want them to feel embraced. Well, they don't teach bedside manner in, in medical school, and you seem to have this, um, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you, the, a pastor's heart, the, the, your ability to connect with people. Where does that come from? Well, I hope it comes from the light of Christ inside of me first. Uh, I think you are who you are at the onset. Um, I have a heart for people, and uh, then I got the surgical skills that go with the heart, and the two work together. There's two phases to the management of breast cancer, and probably any cancer, or any disease process. There's what's happening to the body first, and then also what's happening to the mind. Both of those have to be reconciled, and they both have to heal, and they usually do it at different times. Yeah, and you often celebrate anniversaries with your patients. We found a really cute video. Let's go <laughs> ahead and roll that. All right, what we have here today is Laura Jacobs, a survivor, two-year survivor, and we're celebrating. She is the best guy, so if you need a breast surgeon, come see her. She's awesome. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. That is so cute. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and you probably haven't watched that video in a, in a little while. Not in a while. Yeah. Not in a while. But those are, those are my feel-good moments. They are what make me gives me encouragement that what we do makes a difference. To see people on the other side of that diagnosis, ringing that bell, you can see she had the joy in her heart. She feels like she's healed. It's not just an act. Amen. I love it when they get there. I want to go back to uh, Miss Texas Senior America. We've got a, a page that we're going to pull up, and as we scroll down this page, you have some exciting news because next week, where are you going? I'm going to Atlantic City, New Jersey, where I will compete for the Miss Senior America pageant. Oh, that representing Miss re representing the great state of Texas. Now, as a, as a person who had never competed in pageants until uh, recently, um, do you feel pressure? Are you up against a lot of people who've been pageants, you know, queens their entire oh, life? Oh my goodness, yes, these women, uh, they were just so talented. It's such such an honor, mm -hmm. uh, a privilege to be able to connect. I'm looking forward to going there. There'll be 49 states represented. And uh, each one of them is uh, representing beauty, elegance, 
com yes. community service. They are mothers. They are they're heads of companies. They're lawyers. They're they're missionaries. They're they're coming from all walks of life. Sure. And we're all coming together. And I think what we really appreciate at this age is that if we bring the best versions of ourselves, then we walk away winners. We are yes. pouring into ourselves at this age, and it's. Quite a joy. Well, you said something before the show that I want you to repeat that, you know, f for many people, they feel ageism is a thing in America. Mm -hmm. And then for a woman over 60, that is somehow um, they've been cast aside. Will, yes. will you exp expound on that? Well, I feel like our society uh, is one that emphasizes and worships youth. We have all the beauty products, the surgical procedures, all those things to keep us youthful. But there is beauty in aging. There is a power in our wisdom, and that only comes through living life. Mm. And the, Amer the um, Miss Texas Senior America pageant and the Miss Senior America pageant, the, the national organization, emphasizes the importance of the elegance of the aging process and that we at this age can live the very best portions of our lives. Listen, we've spent our whole lives, we pour into children, uh, into spouses, into grandchildren, into our church, into everything. That's what women tend to do. We put others ahead of us and that is a phase of life we, we must go through. But it's such a joy to know right now, okay, the children are raised, we've done this and do that. Hey, uh, I can start you know, working on some things I wanted to do. For example, I never started tapping until I was 53 years old. Okay, so we should point out her yes. talent because there's a, a portion uh -huh. of the of the overall score is the talent competition. Yes. And they wouldn't let you do surgery on stage. No, couldn't <laughs> get any volunteers. <laughs> Only have two minutes and 35 seconds. No so, anesthesia. Okay. So you're, you're uh, <laughs> and it may be a God thing that a few years ago you took up tap dancing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and with no, I mean, and it was a free class. It's, yeah. You know. It was just for fun. You didn't know that you would have to use those talents. At all. God knew. <laughs> and have you picked out your song yet, or do you know what you're going to be yeah. tapping to? Uh-huh. Okay. I have the song. I've done it. It's the same one I did for the Miss Texas pageant. Awesome. Uh -huh. Do you want to know what it is? I, well, okay. it, will we be blowing a secret did, uh, for the no. other contestants? No. Okay, what's, what's the song? It's to the original Little Bitty Pretty One. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very cool. And, you know, if we had wood here, uh -huh. I would, <laughs> and I you would, don't have tap, yes, you don't yes, have tap. But I would still do it. Would you? <laughs> if you had wood, yes. Well, in the How about the table? <laughs> exactly. In the final two minutes, I want you to give words of encouragement to uh, women out there everywhere. One, about, um, you know, early detection, and, and two, just about... Uh, finding themselves and, and, and having goals and uh, not, you know, retiring to a rocking chair. Exactly. Um, you are correct. My message of encouragement is multiple things. One of them is, is that from a, from a health standpoint, we have got to do our screening mammograms. We have to do self-breast examinations and we have to see our clinicians once a year for breast exams. And if you have a negative mammogram, meaning it doesn't show anything, but you feel something, persist in getting that checked out anyway. Every lump needs to be resolved, either through a surgery or through finding out that it's nothing by uh, serial imaging. The second one is, is that life is fun and it's so worth living at this age that there's way more to us than what we think. There are many layers 
there are many things that we have not poured, levels we have not obtained because we've been focusing on others. And I would encourage women everywhere to go on out there. Don't be afraid to take the next step. Go ahead and make the investment in yourself. It's so entirely worth it. We want everyone to live the life of fullness. We are not relegated to the sidelines yet. We do not have to be spectators in life. Get out there and enjoy it. Wow, I think you missed your calling. You could have been a great preacher. <laughs> We're going to end with her website, which is drterry.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. You bet. Yes. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.